Good morning, Papua New Guinea. Well, it's a good morning for some. For many, it's an anxious morning. It's a bitter morning. It's an angry morning. It's a confusing morning. Why? Well, they woke up to the news that Facebook would be shut down. The government made this announcement through its Minister for Communication and Energy that it would shut down Facebook for a month. And this news came from mainstream media, reported by an actual journalist that works for one of the two dailies. So we can't blame fake news, we can't blame fake profiles. This is actual news, apparently, and it's come from mainstream media. So if it's fake, what do we do with mainstream media? Do we shut them down as well? Because that's the reasoning given by the Minister for Energy and Communication, Sam Basil, that he's shutting down Facebook for a month because of fake news and fake profiles and the people that perpetrate these fake news and all the damage it's causing. Okay, and the people around the country and indeed around the world are now querying this, they're questioning this, they're saying, well, what's happening? Why is Papua New Guinea doing this? Because instantly, instantly after this was reported yesterday, it made the rounds around the world. Many news agencies, many newspapers, many media outlets picked it up and reported it. So Papua New Guinea, the host of APEC, is shutting down Facebook because it's concerned with fake profiles and fake news. Wow, you know. Now I'm trying to figure out how they're going to do this. Well, the only assumption I can make is that they're going to look towards China because China is the only country that does this, oh, besides Iran and North Korea. And we don't have ties with North Korea or Iran. So I'm assuming it's China that we will be looking to if we're going to actually do this. Now, some weeks ago, I actually reported or I posted on Facebook that Facebook would be shut down because I had heard this. I hear, heard this from very credible sources that Facebook would be shut down. Facebook is a, is a platform for communication for many Papua New Guineans. Many Papua New Guineans. They use Facebook to communicate with their loved ones, to promote their SMEs, to do business. In fact, there are a number of small businesses that have built their businesses on the back of Facebook. Okay? It is also an opportunity for people to actually get to read and get to digest and have access to real information. Information that is often deliberately left out of mainstream media because our mainstream media is very much controlled these days. It's no longer a free media that allows for any type of information that is needed by the people to be promoted and manufactured and given to them so that people can understand what's happening in their country. Mainstream media barely does that. Mainstream media has become more and more a propaganda machinery used by the government to perpetuate and perpetrate the information that they manufacture for the people to read. Okay? Is this democratic? No, of course it isn't. Anyway, Facebook does also have fake profiles and trolls. Because, you know, it represents the whole country. And in the whole country, you're going to have to live with three groups of people. People who will love you all the time, no matter what you do. Your family, your friends, etc. People who are going to hate you. It's as if they're, you know, their DNA is structured to hate you. You could save them, walk across water and save them from drowning. Give them a special pill that cures them from an incurable disease. You could save them this way and they would still hate you. Then there are those groups of people who don't really care about you and they only make up their mind when information crosses their path about you. And then based on their mood and how they feel and what type of information they have, they might support you, but only for a moment. They might hate you, but only for a moment. 
You know, so you're going to have to live with these three groups of people all your life. And the more visible you are, the more prominent you are, if you're a leader, for instance, if you're elected by a group of people to represent them for whatever reason, then you're going to attract these three groups of people, you know, and it's going to be more explicit. There'll be more of them. They're going to be critical of your decisions of what you wear and who you're with and what you're doing and why you're doing it, what you eat, where you travel to. All of these issues and more will come under the, you know, the microscope, so to speak. And so you're going to have to deal with that. It comes with the territory. If you're a leader, you know, you're going to have to put up with it. I put up with it all the time. There are people who criticize me and promote fake news against me all the time. The people who are always constantly whining and whinging about things that I'm doing or not doing all the time. But you know what? That's fine. I might not agree with them, but I'm not going to fight against them and try to take away their right to dissent. Okay? Some famous person said this some time ago. I may not agree with your views, but I am going to fight to protect your right to express them. And that's what we have to do. We have to act in that way. That's leadership. This banning of Facebook, that's not leadership. That's dictatorship. And it's not right. It's wrong. It's improper. It's immoral. It goes against our constitution that allows us to have the dignity to have information and express ourselves in whatever way, shape and form that is not that is not criminal or depriving anybody else of their rights, you know. Now, recently the government passed laws that, can, that allows the government to prosecute people who abuse the Internet, who abuse the social media platforms to promote fake news or, you know, to, to basically besmirch people or defame people. And so there is that option available to the government so that the government can actually go after those who do this habitually and prosecute them. There are also the civil courts that are available for citizens who are upset to take their matters to court, you know, and if they're aggrieved, seek, seek the court's, you know, intervention. So these avenues are there. That's what happens in a democracy, that you have these avenues available to protect the rights of citizens, okay, their right to dignity, their right to not being attacked by fake news and fake profiles and whatnot. Those platforms are provided for so that these are revenues that citizens can take, that authority can take against those persons who are perpetrating these type of activities. So why ban Facebook? It doesn't make sense. It also goes against the principles of APEC, which we're hosting in November apparently. So, you know, if you're going to shut down Facebook, what is it telling the rest of the world? What are you telling all the other APEC member countries? That you're not a democracy? That you subscribe to the philosophy of China, Iran, and North Korea in how it controls its people? Is that, what we're, is that where we're moving now? You know? Is this something that we don't know about that we have to learn about? These loans that we're taking out from China? You know, the fact that they're coming in and starting to control a lot of what we do, including our ability to communicate and dissent? Is this what's happening right now? I'm not sure, but these are the questions that a lot of Papua New Guineans are asking, and indeed people in the region are asking. Look, even Donald Trump is criticized on Facebook regularly. He's not threatening to shut it down, and he's got the Secret Service, he's got the FBI and the CIA and all types of government machinery behind him, but look, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't really care about it, because he knows that no matter what, that is still a badge of democracy. 
the opportunity for people to dissent, the opportunity for people to question their leaders, the opportunity of people to be critical of decisions made by their leaders. If you shut down Facebook, then you are confining people to an area where you want them to have information that you can endorse, that you can approve of. Well, that's an element of control that's very undemocratic, you know. And I tell you what, you're only creating more problems for the government because people are going to become, they'll need an outlet to vent. They'll need an outlet. And, and if they don't have this outlet to vent, who knows what they can do? An angry, bitter, suppressed, oppressed people can rise up and do all types of things. Okay? I'm just saying. I don't anticipate a Facebook army of, you know, protesters, but I'm just saying. How about the people? Well, the people can act in two ways. They can remain as people and then organize themselves and come together and protest this and approach their local members and say, look, this is not right. Or they can be sheeple, you know, and follow the shepherd. Sheeple always follow the shepherd. They always do as they're told. They always are in fear of the wolf and the bear and the lion. But they don't know that shepherd eats more sheep than the wolf and the lion and the bears out there. That's right. And he's right there with you, leading you here and there and everywhere else. So that's up to you. You decide what you want to do. Okay? What am I going to do? Well, I'm going to try and find out from the minister if this news is true and how they're going to do it and appeal to him and his prime minister and his government and say, gentlemen, we have to act as leaders. This is what leadership is about. And if you ban Facebook, then this is not leadership. This is dictatorship. Thank you very much. And, you know, get out there and start using Facebook and take note of it because you may not have it anymore. This has been another podcast with Gary Jufab. Have a great day.